Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. Hey sis, have you downloaded the Prescription for Purpose mobile app? It is the number one resource for women of faith who are looking to build their faith and walk in purpose. This is not your ordinary app. There are so many great features from Bible studies to devotionals, practical resources, study tools, and flashcards for every verse in the Bible so you can truly study God's word. You can even get your own devotionals, prayers, and Bible studies featured right on the app to share with everyone in the community. My favorite part of the app is the community. There's so many women who are a part of this app that are truly just in love with God and we want to build a life that is pleasing to him. So if you are looking to partner with us to pursue your purpose, head over to the Apple App Store or to the Google Play App Store and download the Prescription for Purpose app today for free. That's RX for Purpose. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. Happy August. August is my favorite month of the year, obviously because I get to celebrate my birthday this month. I'm going to be stepping into version 3.3, okay, year 33 is upon me. And God has really transformed so many areas of my life this year. I am so So grateful, so excited for all the things to come. Now, also, y'all know, this is officially, like, we're entering into the last month of the Prescription for Purpose podcast for the season. Like, can y'all, can y'all, can we just give it up for the show real quick? Because this year, these last eight months of changing the name, changing the brand, doing all of the stuff in the background has been a time, okay? It has been a time, and I have enjoyed it. I just want to take a quick minute to tell y'all how much I appreciate y'all for every review, every, um, like, feedback, all, like, all the things, y'all. Like, y'all be sliding in my DMs. I love and appreciate y'all. I am so grateful to God for all of the encouragement and the stories, and it's all for his glory. Like, I love God so much for choosing me to be able to to bring his daughters into a closer relationship with him and to just kind of help facilitate that by simply opening my mouth and sharing what I've learned in my own journey is still mind-blowing to me, but I don't take it for granted. So to God be the glory, because I've gotten some amazing testimonies um, this year. And so it's just been a sensational 
time to be. <laughs> it has been sensational. And so make sure y'all stay connected. Um, if you haven't already downloaded the app, you want to do that. I'm excited because I have something dropping this month to tell y'all about. It's going to be phenomenal. Okay. But for this month, I wanted to take some time to do something a little bit different. Um, I've been sharing in my Instagram stories. If you're not following me on Instagram, go do that. Rx for purpose. Um, and I asked for y'all to send some questions in and we got some questions. So throughout this month, we're going to do um, a couple of mailbag episodes and I'm super excited because I love talking to y'all directly. Okay. So today our first mailbag episode is fire. I just want y'all to know. And we're going to be talking about dating and being unequally yoked. Here's the question. I've come across this, but I haven't been dating for a while. But I'm interested in the fact that an associate of mine got married to someone who only kind of believed in God. She says she didn't push him, but eventually rubbed off on him. And now he believes and has his own relationship with God. However, is that a if that works for you type of situation or what? In the past, I really didn't care, but now I do. Because if you don't know God, how can you see me through that lens? And how and who's holding you accountable? I'm confused about it. Sis, you're not confused. Don't be confused. Holy Spirit, I already told you. That's why you wrote this question. Um, it is so dangerous to be unequally yoked in any relationship, but especially in marriage. Okay? I got married. I was 21 years old. Um, and I was not all the way saved. I knew of God, but I was not in a relationship with him. I've always believed in him and knew he existed. But 21 year old me, she was out here listening to crime mob. She was in nursing school, listening to Rick Ross BMF every night before her shift. She was not, (laughs) she was not all the way where she is now. And my husband was in the same boat. Again, we both knew God. We both believed in him, but we were not in relationship with him. And we got married and girl, it was, it was, it was a time. Okay. Now this isn't to say that it was all bad, but now 12 years later, seeing how God has handled us in our marriage and where we are at this point, I've experienced what it's like to be unequally yoked, right? Because I started taking my relationship with God more seriously before my husband did. And it was ghetto. Like, it was so ghetto. And then God had to let me know, like, you're not even the one who can change him. Only I can. And so now I'm over here with like, well, do something. (laughs) Do something then, please. (laughs) Because as we got older... It was a struggle. Once I started to care, I was already in the marriage. And so, you know, I'm grateful that God has us now on the same page. My husband loves the Lord. He serves at church. He's He be teaching them babies in, in the youth church. I would have never thought that I would see these things. But that season of like arguments, no peace. Um, it was just a mess because we were two people attempting to live within the compounds of something that God created and developed without his guidance. It was ghetto. I give it a one-star Yelp review. Matter of fact, negative stars. Okay, I say do not ever do this because, God. yes, we have a testimony. Yes, God changed us and restored us and put us back together like Humpty Dumpty. However, this to me 
is an exception to the rule. There is so the divorce rate among Christians emulates that of the world. So let let's let's keep it a buck. Like no, no, you need to care, and you need to care before you get married because you do not have the ability to change them. And what is really required is that they have a desire to change for themselves. So you cannot put that kind of weight on yourself to think that you bought to buy this house because it needs a good renovation and he looked like a HGTV project. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You cannot. You cannot. It is so dangerous because being unequally yoked will put you in a situation where your marriage is a burden instead of a blessing, right? And it's all because we have not prioritized God's standard. And in uh, 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, Paul gives us very clear instruction on being in relationships that are unequally yoked. It says, do not be mismatched with unbelievers, For what do righteousness and lawlessness share together? Or what does light have in common with darkness? Okay, now marriage is supposed to be a demonstration of God's love for us. So the representation of a healthy marriage uh, for our children um, to see and so forth and so forth. So then we emulate these healthy relationships. How many of us are first generational uh, curse breakers and we are trying to undo what we've seen other people in our lives do, the the marriages and the relationships that we've seen be just so dysfunctional. We have to remember that God really is utilizing us to demonstrate how marriage is supposed to look, right? And God also places us together in marriage to do work in his kingdom. So the partnership should be fruitful in so many ways. We should be sharpening one another, loving on one another unconditionally, and working together to fulfill whatever assignment God has placed us together to fulfill. And we have to remember that the reason that this is important for us to be in a relationship with a man that loves God is because then it provides us the covering that God intended for us as as wives. Husbands are supposed to love us like Christ loved the church. They're supposed to uh, provide spiritual leadership, guidance, protection, love, all the good stuff. I want the full package, okay? So when you marry someone who is not in alignment with God's word, it's dangerous because they're going to be loving you not from God's standard, but from the standard that they deem fit. Now we're not working off of the same vocabulary. So now you trying to you haven't explained to him why talking to girls in your DMs is disrespectful, right? Because that's not love. Why well, ain't you doing nothing so it's not even cheating? See, because but the word of God says that if you've already done it in your heart, it's trash already, right? And so we have to be careful. There is no guarantee that they will change because you've yoked yourself to them. That There's no guarantee of that at all. So I say all the time, like, girl, them red flags is not to represent the, the salvation of Christ. They are red flags. <laughs> they are uh-uh flags. Nah, uh-uh. And you are so right, sis, in your revelation um, of what will go wrong, 
Like, the fact that she was like, uh, because how you going? Yes, you are correct. You're not confused. You are correct. We have to be in a relationship based on the principles of God and not the potential that we think somebody has. We have to be in relationship based on the principles of God only and not the potential that we think someone has. Because there's so many ways that this can get dangerous. Like, think of infidelity and lying um, because a person is supposed to be leading you and they're only led by their own flesh. And I know we hate talking about submission, but when it comes to submission in marriage, everybody is submitted. The husband is submitted to God. And because he's submitted to God, I can then comfortably follow his lead. And it doesn't always mean that it's easy. It means that there's a level of confidence that you can have in your household, right? There are so many dysfunctional households and marriages because we hold on to potential and not on to the promises, precepts, and principles of God's word. Like even recently, we were doing some financial stuff and we were in the middle of refinancing our house. And my husband looked at the paperwork and was like, first of all, they charging us all these outrageous fees. By this time, I'm over it, okay? There's just so much paperwork. That some parts of adulting you can keep, okay? And so my husband sat down, talked with the people, ran the numbers, la, 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 la. Because I'm like, look, bro, we're almost to the end. But God had told him, essentially, to run it back and look at <laughs> look at this again. And there was a better option for us that would preserve our super low interest rate and also um, not give them these unnecessary fees. And I'm talking like five figures worth of fees at the same bank. And my husband was like, look, sis, here's, he literally brought me a paper (laughs) with like a chart side by side pros and cons. And was like, look, I know you don't like, um, the fact that this has been taking so long, but I think we need to start over. Y'all don't know how annoyed I was. But he was correct. And I had to submit to the plan. He was absolutely correct. He was looking out for the betterment of our household, the betterment of our family, and preserving our investment long term. Hey sis, I want to tell you about our new Prescription for Purpose quiz. This quiz takes less than three minutes to complete and when you finish, you will receive your official purpose prescription. Your prescription will include information about your diagnoses and then you get free courses to help you take the necessary steps to start walking in purpose. The quiz is customized to help you in your current season. Do not spend another day without the clarity and instruction that you need. Go right now to the link in the show notes, take the quiz and get your official purpose prescription today. Now let's get back to the show. Right? Like he was absolutely correct. The bank was trying to get over. And I had to submit. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
to his knowledge because I knew he was being led by God, even though that meant that I was going to have to help him do all this paperwork all over again. And he actually took a bulk of it off of my, off of my plate, but I still was just like, (laughs) yeah, I hate doing paperwork. (laughs) Like it just bothers me, but it was easy for me to submit because I knew that he was submitted to God. And he was really making sure that we were stewarding well over the assets that we have. And so when you are not in an equally yoked relationship, it it can get crazy. Like if I had to do it all over again, I would ask all the questions up front. Like, do you even like, like you, you cannot even give yourself the opportunity to let your flesh to really start liking him and then find out he an atheist, something crazy. Like, like don't even give your flesh the opportunity because even as a lukewarm believer, like girl, he is not going to love you the way that God intended. And we're often so scared of being alone that we'll take anything. And then we spend the next like 40 years living in dysfunction. And I, I, Sometimes feel unqualified to talk about this because I got married so young. Also, being in a marriage for a long time, I I like to shed light on like, hey, no, marriage is a ministry, and it it's a lot. It's a lot. It's beautiful. It's all the things that people say. It also is a lot of work. And so, what I want to warn you as a person who got married young and has been in this for 12 years, girl, saved 32-year-old me, I would not be out here falling in love with just anybody because based on the 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 uh season that I went through early in my marriage, it was it was a lot. Like, do not put yourself in the position where you raising somebody's son because you stronger in your faith. Girl, no, no, no. Forever is a long time till death. That's a long time because for us, divorce is not an option. And so it, it, girl, uchale. <laughs> now. That does not mean that your husband won't grow. So let me be very clear. My husband is growing on a continual basis. And it's honestly very beautiful to be able to sit back and watch him experience this level of growth. And you're going to always need to pray. And you, you will even have rough moments. But what's different is that because y'all are operating from the same standard, you can oftentimes avoid big blowups. And then you can recover well when it gets a little ghetto. And that's something that me and my husband have talked about. It's like, it's not about us being perfect. We just don't want to have these big blowouts, nor should we be in a position where we don't recover well from from something, even if we disagree. Even if Charlotte doesn't want to do the paperwork again. I said, okay, you're right. And then I helped with, with cheer and good heart posture. (laughs) and because he knew that I was a little perturbed at us finding this out at this point, um, he went above and beyond to make sure that I wasn't, I didn't have to be as involved. 
And I love him for that because, child, these people. <laughs> but that is, it's it's just, girl, don't do it. Like, sis, don't do it. I, I can't even articulate. Girl, don't do it. It's hard. And, and a lot of times, these tough conversations, we try to only discuss them in terms of our faith, which is the foundation. Like, that is very solid. Um, but also I've seen stuff where people like, quote unquote, find out after they're married that their spouse doesn't want kids. What have y'all been talking about? (laughs) What have y'all been talking about? What have y'all been talking about? They find out after they married that they have like $300,000 worth of debt or something crazy. What have y'all been talking about? Right? Like the same kind of conversations about life, finance. Like we need to be having those things early. I have a friend of mine. She told me that the way that she she used to handle this is that she would be like, oh, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about um, people getting married and, you know, not wanting to have kids? Like it and kind of posing it in a way that it's conversational and not us being uh, super like, deep and if they come up with some kind of crazy answer right you give them the opportunity to speak freely and then if the answer it does not align with the word of god and your own preferences of of certain things continue to eat laugh be merry and then we this won't we, we're not going nowhere we're just not going nowhere we get 25 dates in, you done met this man family for some reason, and now you find out that he don't love God like that, and now your feelings and your heart are in it, and so the fight is so much harder because you are, your flesh now likes him, and you know that this is not going to line up, okay? We have to really be mindful because there are too many men out here pretending to love God, Okay? But just know that if he's not fully committed to God, he can never be fully committed to you. All right? Like, never. If he's not fully committed to God, it's going to wreck your marriage. And nobody's perfect. So this is not a perfection talk. But I should see the fruit of God in your life. And I don't just mean financially. Like, how does he treat people when you out? Is he respecting the fact that you don't want to have sex before marriage? Or is he trying to pressure you? Right? Because to me, that's a a big indicator that there's a lack of self-control, which is a fruit of the spirit. Is he trying to get you to compromise in any other area of your faith? Those things are all red flags. Now, when you're considering someone, I want to give you some scripture references So you can look at them and have a a space to really see God's standard, okay? 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, love is patient, love is kind. It outlines all of these characteristics. And I'm not talking about, you know, they should have all of this in, in one package because none of us are perfect, right? But when you think about this person overall, is he patient? Is he kind? Is he rude? Is he displaying the fruits of the spirit in Galatians 5, 22 through 
for the most part, we should see evidence of his constant pursuit of God. Doesn't mean that he won't be flawed. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that 85 to 90% of the time, he's, he is demonstrating the love of God. And how does he recover after the blowups, after the mistakes, after the mishaps? His recovery matters as well. Is he humble enough to come back and say he was wrong? Right? There's so much to consider and so much at stake when we are looking for a spouse, right? If I'm being honest, there are some tears and some testimonies that we just, we could have skipped. Can we skip to the good part? Had we done the work in the beginning? And I'm grateful that God has had his hand on our marriage and restored us and all of that. But do not do what I did. Don't do it. Don't do not do it the way that I did it. Because the guarantee, the, the guarantee of transformation is not there. Right? Like, there are some people, I've seen this on TikTok where people I've talked about, like, I'm singly married. Girl, imagine having a whole spouse who's so disconnected that you feel like a single woman in your marriage. And you raising kids. Right? I know it's easy for me to say this as a married woman, but sis, when I tell you do not conform, do not, do not stand on what God has called you to, to stand on and do not allow yourself to compromise when it comes to your faith in a relationship because the stress and the labor that your associate had to go through before she rubbed off on homeboy, I'm sure had some some tears and tribulations that she could have avoided had she adhered to the standard of God. Okay? I'm not a relationship expert by any means. I have a lot of friends who are single, and they tell me that the dating pool has pee-pee in it, among other things. <laughs> right? Like, so I get it. I get it. I am praying. Like, if you are single and you desire to be married, I'm praying for you, girl. Like, wholeheartedly, that's not no, like, foo-foo type. Like, no, I get it. You have a desire that you want, and you're trying to navigate this season. I can empathize to a certain extent because I'm believing God to expand our family and it can be frustrating when you see people out here with their kids and they don't treat them right. And I'm like, I just want one. I got these dogs. <laughs> but I've had to learn how to be content in all seasons. And so I love being an auntie. I take advantage of that time. Um, I take advantage of the opportunity to be around kids. And I also take advantage of going home and taking a nap freely. Amen. Like there's some freedoms in not, in not having a child yet. And so I do both and I'm praying for y'all. Okay. Marriage is a full-time job. So you want to make sure that you really consider a spouse with great insight and wisdom from the Lord. All right. And this is not only advice for dating. This is for business. This is for friendships. Like we have to start asking God for more revelation in all of our relationships. You can be unequally yoked 
in non-romantic relationships, in business partnerships. We do not have to isolate ourselves, right? Like, this isn't about isolating ourselves or this being, like, a mean girls club or anything like that. No. However, Jesus sat with sinners, but he had intimate relationship with disciples. So this isn't about making people feel like they don't belong, but you don't go out and purposely marry someone who doesn't love God with the intent of you trying to renovate them. Uh Uh-uh. Ain't no return on that investment, especially if they decide that they don't want to do it. Right? We have to make sure that we are positioning ourselves to have the fruit that God has for us to be in community with other people. And part of that is stewarding well over who we allow to be in the intimate parts of our lives, whether it's business, friendship, romantically. Being unequally yoked is dangerous in any facet. And so I pray that this answered your question. I'm praying for y'all, okay? I am praying because, girl, I get it. Not in the same sense, but I have some empathy of wanting uh, wanting something from God and really trying to prepare yourself for it and then also having to wait. So I love you, sis. Thank you for this question. It was good to me. And I will talk to y'all next week. This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalyn Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Rosalind makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the blessed and bossed up society.com to start your free two week trial. That's blessed and bossed up society to start your two-week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.